You have arrived at your destination. Hey, Jay. Hey. What coven would you belong to? Uh, the bad girls coven. What? What? Which is which one? <laughs> Ida's. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's the incorrect answer, though. The only, the correct answer is um, uh, not that one, just because I like the music coven. I actually like that one a lot. The music coven uh, is pretty cool. I need more of that. So uh, the so illusions is pretty good. Illusions is pretty good too. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna go with the music one just because we haven't seen enough of it. Uh, and you have to be wrong in this completely subjective question, <laughs> as this always is. But that's what we're talking about this week, guys. We're talking about Owl House this week on Animation Destination. Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones, and I'm here with Jay Rice. Hey, guys. And we are here to talk about Owl House, Jay. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, oh, love Dis- it. Disney's latest uh, foray into uh, teen action adventure comedy. Um, you know, I think this is probably the first one of this ilk since Star, I would say. Very much in the same uh, Yeah, I'd say so. Star versus the Forces of Evil. It's it's got some uh, Gravity Falls vibes to it in a Very few much. ways, um, but it's also quite different from Gravity Falls as well. It's it's a healthy uh, combination of yeah, the two. Yeah, uh, Dana Terrace, creator. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a veteran on Owl House, so she's executive producer, creator on this thing, uh, and it's uh, it's it's a good show. I enjoy it, mm-hmm. and that's Fair. all we're gonna say. We're done. Podcast we're done. over, and we're just gonna no, uh, but. Before we get into our topic of the day, let's uh, let's go into our animation recommendation, which is Invincible, coming yes. out to Amazon Prime. Um, comic book by uh, Robert Kirkman. Mm-hmm. Yep, Robert Kirkman wrote that one. The guy you might know him from a little uh, little show called uh, The Zombie Show. Uh, the, the zombie, the zombie wombies. I don't know. The Walking Dead. You might have heard of that. It was I've a, never heard of it. It was a cultural phenomenon for a while, I think. Um, but uh, he made that. So was it about zombies? It was about zombies. I think, okay. it, was about, I think it was about zombos. It was about it was about it was about the undead walking around and doing doing chompy brain stuff. Was it a built-in so. metaphor about the main characters who were also essentially dead compared to their zombie counterparts? I don't think so. Uh, I, don't no? think, I don't think that ever came up. Okay, I think I'm, <laughs> I may be reading too much into it. I might be thing. reading too much into it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that ever came up in that in that comic or show. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, Robert Kirkman, uh, creator of uh, Walking Dead, is had a, a comic out that's basically like Superman's son kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Uh, Very- yeah, it is very much like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a teenage boy who discovers mm-hmm. that he is uh, essentially just like his father. Yes. Has all of his superpowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, Superman, like you said. He is um, invincible. One he could is, say he is very invincible. <laughs> or is he? Oh, I've actually never read it. So, I have, yeah, and yeah. I I recommend the comic. It's mm-hmm. a very good read. It's a very easy read mm-hmm. to get into. Yeah, um, and. 
I, if you like superheroes, it's got a good couple twists to it. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I hear it's a good. It's got a good uh, breakdown. A good uh, what do you call it? Uh, deconstruction. Yes. Of the kind of thing. Very much. But so. not in an obnoxious way, like everything that tries to be Watchmen. Oh. So you know, because Watchmen kind of broke comics for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's <laughs> I a love whole Watchmen. other rant. I love Watchmen. I love it. I do too. It's wonderful, but. When everything is superheroes deconstructed, you don't have superheroes. So, mm. like, you don't have superheroes. We have so, enough. Of, all right, yeah. we have enough of that with yeah. Uh, the boys. Yeah. Currently, yeah. and I like the boys. It's fairly good. Yeah. But it's still pretty on the nose <laughs> yeah. with all the superhero stuff. My problem with the boys is that it's made by Garth Ennis, and yeah. Garth Ennis. Uh, is on record of saying that he hates superheroes. Really. And he doesn't like right. And I'm just, and I'm just like, you know what you could do, Garth. <laughs> Um, you could just not write them. Yeah, you really could. <laughs> like, you could write some spy movie or something, or a spy comic. I mean, There's other things to do in comics. He has the creativity yeah, to do it, too. Like he wrote Punisher for a long time. Like, he's like one of the best runs of Punisher, apparently. I don't he really is, he really has some tunnel vision, doesn't he? Right, yeah. It's like, But that's the thing, is like, whenever he'd have a hero show up in Punisher, he would like make them act, behave like stupid and, and like and like not heroic at all and i'm just like well then don't write superhero yeah. you clearly don't like them why do you keep <laughs> writing them so then he made the boys just like i'm gonna blah, blah, whatever right yeah. i hear the boys is good though <laughs> it, it's a good show i do not like yeah. the comic yeah like at all yeah so, but that's just me um but i've heard invincible is very much a good uh like a good deconstruction it is deconstructionist viewpoint of the superhero genre while also keeping the hero a hero yes so yes which is, which absolutely is uh, it's got Steven Yeun uh, as, right. as as the kid, as Invincible. I forget his name. Uh, I'm sure I'll get that when I watch the show. Uh, J.K. Simmons as the dad. J.K. Simmons as Omni Man. Yes. yes, and that's always good. Whenever you got J.K. Simmons, mwah, uh, always with J.K. Simmons makes everything so much. Literally, I, and like yeah. you could have just a good show, mm-hmm. it just makes it great. Yeah, absolutely. Li- literally, my favorite actor, like 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, percent Brian Cranston, close second. J.K. Simmons, 100% favorite actor. Um, I, I could watch a movie with those two just sitting at a table acting at each other. <laughs> I mean, they do those kinds of movies. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I love J.K. Simmons. Anything he's, great. anything he's in, I'm like, yep, perfect. Because uh, he can be normal. Mm-hmm. He can be scary. He can be funny. He can be all of these things. All as, at once. As can Brian Cranston, but J.K. Simmons is just a little bit better at it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he's the best J.J. And his, honestly, his, his voice just like... Yeah. carries in such a way oh, yeah. for for so many voice acting yeah. uh, cr- jobs right like brian cranston is good i liked him in uh uh kung fu panda, kung fu panda three yeah. mm-hmm. like both of them are in that movie too <laughs> was he really yeah jk simmons was the villain in that movie that's right he <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. was it's the only Shoot. movie they've been in together oh, but they man. never interact like that's right Poe's dad never interacts with the villain so it's like they oh. never actually act with each other yep that's but that, right but I, I think that's that. the i think that's the only movie they're both credited in and it's like ah oh, man <laughs> very much very shameful but still it is uh, but yeah yeah uh huh. yeah so uh, but brian cranston yeah but you know because like of course like he he, he can be funny i'm not in the middle he can mm-hmm. be scary and breaking bad he can do all sorts of things he has a light range but J.K. Simmons, man, he just he does he has all of it. There's all of it in there. Okay. And so anything with J.K. Simmons, I'm down for. Invincible looks great. The teaser looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm down. And again, I like Steven Yeun, too. I, and also, I love the fact, like, so in the trailer, they have one of my favorite scenes from the beginning of the comic. Yeah. Is when he and his dad are just hanging out, playing catch. Playing catch. Back to back. <laughs> yeah. 
rowing around the world. They're rowing around the world. That's a good. That's bit. that's yeah. freaking hilarious to me. I, I love it. I do like that, but he's also like it's it's like it's like a little father son thing. But he's also training him. Yeah, like, he's like, do you hear? He throws, it? Do you hear it? And he's like, yeah, I hear it. And it's like it's so cool. Like you can. That's so like training him to hear the thing around the world. That's like that's pretty rad. It's so perfect. It's a good time. It's a good time. Uh, can't wait for it. Uh, I'm down. I think it's they just get 2021. I don't think they have a date yet. So. No. But that'll be on Amazon Prime. Uh, thinking by episodes individually, but if you have Amazon Prime Video, you can just get it there. So and uh, you can stream it uh, from that. And that is our animation recommendation. Moving on to tune news, <gasps> news involving tunes. If you didn't get that, uh, Soul is coming directly to Disney Plus. I'm okay with that. I'm 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 interested in that. I, I don't know if that's troubling or not. Um, uh, so it's not going to have the $30 tack-on garbage they did with... Good. Uh, I was so... Yeah. And None honestly, I had no... Like, I had no desire to actually watch Mulan. Right. But the yeah. fact that they tacked that on in <laughs> right. addition to... Yeah. Made me want to I, watch it less. <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't just say, like, Hey, 10 bucks for a ticket. Like, that's enough to go to the freaking thing and everybody's got a home theater. Yeah. That's, that's like understandable like you could like okay sure i could get that exactly but thirty dollars for this movie for literally that's it it's like well you got all this other stuff that we're gonna be putting on this service like but you don't have it on there (laughs) so i'm paying thirty dollars for mulan a movie i already saw (laughs) and i can watch in cartoon form yes and is better (laughs) on disney plus without the thirty (laughs) dollars None of what you're saying is a good deal. <laughs> so, uh, that said, uh, you know, uh, Soul's going to be on there. Soul uh, will be on there. As that, so just like Onward, uh, at the start of this year, uh, when uh, the pandemic broke out, they dropped... Uh, it was actually pretty good for Disney Plus because it was, oh, yeah. it, was uh, it was like a like kind of like you know because like we were just getting a handle on the whole pandemic thing. Yeah. Uh, the world was kind of like oh what's going to be on so, so Disney Plus was like hey we're just going to release this now like boom it's yep. like, it kind of had a little bit of a stint in theaters but then it was like one week it did and they were just like eh we'll just drop it on Disney Plus and I'm glad they did that because yeah. honestly onward. Yeah. Great movie. Still haven't watched I, it. I, <laughs> Oddly enough. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's weird. I don't oh, know. Still haven't watched it. You are it. missing out. I need, I need to give it a watch. I it, still haven't watched it yet. It'll make you cry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I usually say... I about, know you're an emotionalist. Well, no, but... I usually say that about Pixar movies. Like, I'm like, ah, I probably won't cry. And then I watch Coco. And it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's getting me. <laughs> that's like, that's dude, me. you are in so, for a treat. I will, I will definitely Please. watch it. I'll definitely watch it. And it's October. Watch. It's a right? good it's a good thing to watch monsters. It's true, yeah. It's like it's orcs and whatnot. But yeah. Uh so yeah, definitely uh gonna watch that eventually. But also Soul coming out directly yes. that around Christmas. Uh Christmas Day, I believe it's Christmas Day release. Oh, okay. So that'll okay. be pretty cool. I'm fun. okay with that. Um just the idea of like, hey, it's it's more because people are very cautious about getting back into the theaters. They tried it. Yeah. Theaters opened back up. Nobody really went. Uh, I went and saw Tenet. It was me, my brother, and my friend, and two other people in the theater, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't... Nobody went back to theaters. Uh, which, granted, nobody really had a reason to, because I wouldn't no. say that, like, Tenet was, like, one that people would clamor back into theaters for. Uh, people like Nolan movies, but, like, it's usually a thing like, oh, we're going to the movies or whatever. Let's go see it. Let's go see the Nolan movie or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but if you're not in the habit of going to the movies, um, I think that they should 
open up with the Marvel movies um, uh, and Wonder Woman because I think that would actually get people back into theaters. Oh, yes. Because that was always a thing that was getting people into theaters prior to the pandemic happening. So I, I just maintain that like if you were really going to test it, yeah. if you were really going to test it, the theaters You want to see thing, something that people want to see. Exactly, which Black Widow is, you know, is going to be huge. Absolutely. That's a Marvel movie. You know, It's a character people have wanted to see a solo flick fun for a while. Yep. Um, and uh, also, uh, you know, Wonder Woman, people love the first one. 84 looks really good. It does. Um, so let's see it. Like, let's, let's, let's give it a shot. Let's theaters. But I get it. You don't want to take the risk and then nobody comes and then you yeah. don't make anything off your movie. I understand. It's a, the movie industry is in a very, very tense uh, thing right now. It is. And uh, it's probably going to falter before it grows back up. That's, so. Yeah, that's unfortunate, um, but yeah. that's just how it's going to be. Yeah, and, you know, uh, habits are changing in a few ways. People are kind of learning that, like, oh, I don't have to go to the theater to watch stuff. No. I have my own home theater, and I have all these streaming services. So getting people back into the habit of going out is going to be hard. Um, it will be. You know, uh, even, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, because things, things are open up in, you know, a lot of cases. Luckily, restaurants didn't get that. Like, mm-hmm. restaurants, people started going back to restaurants pretty much as quickly as they could um and uh because uh, people like good food uh but theaters just they didn't like, no. nobody, went, nobody went back to see movies and i don't think it, they've had the thing to latch on to but uh, uh we'll see uh i think it's probably a good move for soul to go to that um it's kind of a shame because i would have liked to see what it did um yeah but i feel like it would have done well because it, it looks like a really fun movie right? and, and all that all that could change you know yeah. we don't know like uh it could look like it's looking like this thing's losing its pandemic status pretty soon we might be getting a vaccine pretty soon you know yeah. so who knows uh we, we there's a lot of research going on and when that happens it might be like all right people are now happy to move up move about and go back out to theaters so let's release some stuff so, exactly so we might still get a, a release for soul but for right now it's disney plus only uh which is fine yeah that's I, fine more people can watch it and it's more reason to watch disney plus i think they should probably target some things to go to disney plus in a they really time. should maybe not your big pixar it's, flick because no. it's always but they had two pixar flicks this week this year so yeah. very rare year that pixar puts out two in one year so and we appreciate uh, it yeah absolutely but we got loop we got uh, Lupo I think coming out next year and what was the other one there was another one coming out I can't Raya and the Dragon Raya and the Last Dragon Last Dragon that's a Disney movie not a Pixar Oh movie. I thought it was Pixar No it's a, it's a it's a Disney one cuz it's taking place of Gigantic which was a Disney That's right um, so yeah it's hard to keep track but uh, so that's coming out next year uh, pretty much everything's getting pushed out to next year in theaters so we'll see. Uh, but Soul, I'm excited for, and I'll definitely watch that on my Disney Plus account because, yeah, yeah. pretty good, pretty Let's good. Do it. Uh, we got a dr- trailer drop for Blood of Zeus on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's a bloody show. It does That's look very bloody. Bloody show. I wouldn't expect anything less from the makers I, of Castlevania. I would assume some of that blood is Zeus's blood. Otherwise, that title is a false advertising. It better be. It better be simple. It actually is. It's, it's about time someone a, <laughs> taught that guy a lesson. It's true. It's true. Uh, it but now it's clearly about one of Zeus's sons uh, going through Greek, uh, the Greek gods, and how they're all a holes. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. Because they are. They are. They just always are. There's, there's a lot of drama to be had, and yeah. frankly, I think we're going to get a lot of it in the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but done by the Castlevania studio, as you mentioned. Yep. Uh, same studio as the Castlevania. Um, and yeah, down with that. Should be good. Should be good. Uh, or maybe it'll suck. I don't know. It, um, it looks interesting. October 27th on Netflix will be coming out. Blood of Zeus. 
gory, gory show. I don't know if you ever watched uh, um, uh, Seis Manos. Have you watched that yet? No. Same studio. And it's, oh, wait. Yeah, I saw a few episodes of that. Yeah, that is a, messed up. It's, a, it's, it's an old school like uh, Mexican kung fu exploitation mm-hmm. flick kind of thing. They had this whole run of like... Um, uh, Hispanic exploit or Mexican exploitation movies that would like star like luchadors and stuff like that. There's yeah. like, a whole movie genre basically, kind of like black exploitation, uh, yeah. and it kind of follows that realm of things. But really? it's got Danny Trejo in it. He's a big bad villain. It's always fun. Danny Trejo got a big gravelly voice, uh, okay. you know. But it's uh, you know got martial arts and like demons and ghosts and stuff in it. It's a lot of fun. Same studio and uh, sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of messed up. It's uh, oh. got a got a dark ending, but you know, like, oh boy! Uh, but it's probably getting a season two. I don't know, maybe that studio is busy, so I'm I'm happy with that studio. That's so. good. Uh, they do good work. I'm glad they're uh, getting plenty of jobs. Agreed, agreed. And finally, season five confirmed for spring. My Hero Academia coming back this spring with. Uh, some continuation of the manga. So, oh, I need more. The little, tra- little trailer shows what's coming up next for people who don't know. Watch the trailer for sure. Check but it out. Class 1A versus Class 1B. That's the next arc. Let's do it. If you've read the manga, you know what happens. Some crazy stuff goes down. We are. It's, oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Oh, I'm so and ready for it. The second half of the season is going to be even crazier. Because it gets... It gets mm. nutty, it but gets I'm, nutty. Not, I'm not even going to mention what happens with that, but it gets kind of crazy, and I can't wait. Mm. And uh, yeah, down. Can't wait for it. It's going to be a good time. 25 new episodes of, I assume 25, yeah, that seems to be what the season yeah, breakdown is. Seems to be what the breakdown is. Season 5 of My Hero Academia, more My Hero, always and forever. I love it to death. Love it. Um, and we're like two seasons out from getting some of my favorite stuff that's happened in the manga so far, so... But still, good stuff, and that's... Gonna... I can't wait to see it all animated, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be, be awesome. It's going to be so awesome. And that's going to do it for Toon News, which leads us into our ad break of the day. Uh, so go listen to this ad break, uh, and we'll be right back with our topic of Alhau. Hey, listeners, this is Joe. And Will. From Common Creatives. We're a new podcast on the DNN that explores the place of creativity in the lives of artists, musicians, comedians, filmmakers, and creators of all kinds. This show lets us indulge our curiosity about why and how people satisfy their urges to make and create new things. So check out Common Creatives on iTunes, Stitcher, and at DestinationComics.com. we're back from that ad break jay it's time for our topic of the day which is the owl house it's a house full of owls and callie has joined us hello callie my cat has decided to uh jump up on the couch and say hi to us uh but there are um, no owls in this house yes no owls in this house at all but there are owls in the house of the show that we watch yes uh which uh it's it's a show on disney um, uh, I, as you said, it will be on Disney Plus. It will be on Disney Plus on October thirtieth. Yes. Uh, so if you have no way of watching it outside of regular Disney Channel, mm-hmm. I highly recommend binging the whole show as of the thirtieth. Binge it all nineteen episodes of season one. Yes. Oddly enough, I feel like they got an episode cut or something. Like I think you're just really bent on everything being at tens. Well, because that's typically how it is. <laughs> that's really? A, because we just yeah. discussed about a show yeah. that ended on yeah. 24. Yeah. Well, 24 is the other one. So it's 12, thir- it's 12 to 24, 13 to 26, 
10 to 20. That's literally the numbers that they give. 19 is never a number in which a season ends. Things can change. (laughs) It's okay. They got an episode cut. I'm convinced of it. (laughs) Like... And they didn't get a they didn't get a rehash of it. So. I know there was an episode okay. cut in Gravity Falls. Yeah, that was yeah. supposed to be the labyrinth. The labyrinth episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they they cut that one, but it got replaced with another episode. So. That's fair. Um, but yeah, sometimes there's offbeat episodes. Avatar had 21 in the final season, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it happens, uh, but it's odd. It was an odd thing. Um, 19 is an odd number. 19 is an odd number. It's a weird it's a weird bizarre number to have a season one on. Uh, but that said, uh, all 19 episodes uh, will be available on Disney Plus. Yes. So, if you're listening to this episode now, maybe pause it, wait for that to come out, if you have no means of watching it yet, <laughs> then come back to this episode and check it out. Yes. Uh, maybe I should have waited until October 3rd for this episode. Oh well, forget it. We're talking about it now. <laughs> if, you <haven't, laughs> if you haven't watched it now, if you don't want spoilers, uh, just wait for that, then come back and watch this episode. So long as I get yes. your listen, I'm, I'm fine with it. So, let's... As long as we can talk nerd yes. about this fantastic show. Exactly. So let's talk... About Owl House, Jay. Yes. Uh, what do you think the plot is? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> a, well, I know there's a house. That's a house. That has some owls in it. Has some owls, maybe. It's Possibly got, one of them is named Hootie. It's got one owl. <laughs> it's got two owls. Oh, it does. It does have Well, one. and yeah. if you really want to count... Yeah, I mean, they don't... Three-ish. Maybe, but she's an owl lady, so who knows? She is an owl. She yeah. is attracted to shiny things. She's attracted to shiny things, and she needs them for a nest. Uh, that's a good bit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, uh, freaking Owl House is about, uh, uh, Luz Nocera. Luz uh, Nocera. Uh, who is a average kid, uh, from our world, average yes. human girl. Uh, she just has a little bit of trouble accepting, uh, realities. Wacky, wacky imagination. Yes, we'll say that. she does. She, she got a wacky, out-of-course, uh, imagination. We have a very basic first episode that kind of, like, is eh for me in a yeah. few ways uh, but it's like oh Louis your imagination is like really out of control so we need to we need to stifle that in every way shape or form and it's kind of like does anybody do that anymore uh, like, it's like, okay Maybe. so like, the only thing I can think of for the uh, what is it conformatory camp or something yeah right yeah the only thing that is even similar to it yeah is uh, um, shoot what is it called the uh, con- conversion therapy, maybe, and uh, like that's it's a little bit of stretching, right? That's it, fair. Now, so the thing is, it does thematically fit into the episode. It does because you have there. She's going to like a camp to be like, oh, I need to, and it's kind of funny because it's like, oh, you get to learn how to do taxes and stuff, yeah. which honestly is a thing you should teach kids. You really should. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why that's every, not taught in every school. kid should be taught this. Uh, how to do taxes? How, how to write a check? How to do taxes? How to balance your budget? That should all be things you learn in like elementary school, but not for a summer fun. camp. Not for a summer camp, no. <laughs> like, Not for a but, summer camp. But, you know, like, she needs to, like, her mom feels like she needs structure. She's very, yeah. she's very waylaid. She's very, you know, kind of out there. And she needs to have a little bit of structure because she's disrupting other people in the school. Exactly. With her snake presentations. Which was beautiful, <laughs> which honestly. Is, which is great. Uh, but so, then yeah. she, while she's waiting for the bus to yeah. be taken away to this camp, mm-hmm. she sees a little owl. A little owl who's, like, stealing a little thing, a little, little something. She goes after him. Uh, goes into a house with a door, goes to the door, and it's a dimensional door, and she's in a magical world, magical land. And that's that's uh, when she follows the owl to this yeah. stand yeah. where that's uh, just <laughs> random human stuff, random human junk uh, that's worthless, uh, but you know uh, sees it as stuff that can be sold. 
Ida, Ida the Owl Lady. Uh, she collects things from the human world, brings it over to the uh, the demon world, I guess? The Boiling Isles. The Boiling Isles. Which is the, the place that it is, which I guess is like a demon realm or something. Kind of, it, sure. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a place where there's demons and witches and monsters and, you know, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah... But she goes. She takes that stuff to sell there, mm-hmm. um, and then because demons just find human things interesting, they find them interesting. But and the uh, she, she wasn't selling anything prior to Luce coming by, right? So Luce was able to like, oh well, this is just a television. I can turn it on to do this, right? Like, yeah. oh my gosh, I need to buy all of your products. Yeah, it becomes like a a little apprentice salesman kind of thing, and she almost immediately is like, oh, eat is a witch. So she wants to learn how to be a witch yes. because the whole opening sequence was her talking about her, her witch character from a book, yep. and that was her book report on it was this whole thing. So that's the whole uh, <laughs> that that's her whole shtick. She wants to be a witch. She that's what she wants. Witch. That's what she wants. She can to be do. a witch. She can be, be a witch. She wants to be a witch. She wants to do a thing. So that's fine. Um, also, there's King, which is uh, some sort of tiny demon king thing. No, he's or, the king of demons. He's the king of demons, but he's a tiny little demon cutie pie. Precious. And played by Alex, uh, Alex Hirsch. Alex Hirsch. Uh, creator of Rowdy Falls and uh, voice of Bill Cipher and Seuss and Stan. And, and then there's also Hootie, there's who Hootie. is the living embodiment about, of the house. We can talk about Who is also want. voiced by Alex Hirsch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, who is an owl tube that lives in the door? <laughs> mm, yeah, he's a tube. He's an owl. He's like on the door, and he's he's, he's the me- he's the Meg of the series. He's a so obnoxious, <laughs> but he's the best. Everyone hates Hootie. I love Hootie. Great. Hootie's great. I want Hootie. To, I want more e- Hootie. Everybody in the show hates Hootie. Let's say that. <laughs> That's um, fair. Yeah, which I sort of like by by proxy. I kind of hate him too. <laughs> like it's just it's so good the way everybody hates him. Because he's just so obnoxious. He's just he is. and like it's it is like Meg. Because it like, is like people, Meg. People just instantaneously like hootie, like just like immediately like hoot 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 hoot. Hi guys, it's me hootie. Guys, you want to hear what I did today? Uh, I ate a bug. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, good characters. Uh, Ida's a lot of fun. Uh, Edelin uh, Clawthorn, mm-hmm. uh, who is the uh, the owl lady. She's like a. a uh, outlaw witch kind of kind of deal because like witches kind of have like rules and stuff they have like to that. Fu- they yeah. go to it in specific covens. Yes, because uh, that is what they're assigned by yeah. the local government. Yes, um, the conformist and, government kind of thing that's going on. Ida so. refuses to join because she wants to practice all of the magic, all magic. not just specific parts she, of it. She ain't gonna be tied down by rules, and that's what makes her the strongest yes. witch in the aisles. Yeah. As, Ooh, she's, as she states, all the as time. she states, yeah, played by Wendy Malick, uh, who is a phenomenal actress. Oh, absolutely, uh, she's done, a gift. Done plenty of things. Uh, I've known her since Just Shoot Me. That's when I. That's that, when that, I first. That's kind of like her first time I knew of her, and then I started noticing her voice and things mm-hmm. uh, like pretty shortly after that because she has a very, very specific voice. She did like, a good job in uh, 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 Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove. Yep. yep. She was the what? She was the the wife in Emperor's New Groove. Uh, uh, Jonathan Goodman's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, there was um, uh, lots of things that she's done. Uh, she was uh, uh, Bojack Horseman's mom. Oh uh, shoot, that's that, right. That was a big yeah. one that people that people pointed out. Uh, she's typically that waspy. Like if it's not Jessica Walters, Archer's mm-hmm. mom, 
or you know, uh, from. Well, that's who like, I thought yeah. it was initially, right? Because that's yeah. they have such similar voices. Yeah, they have that waspy kind of feel to their voice. They're always that uh, that older lady. They sound of. like they have a drink in their hand. Exactly. They have <laughs> they, they have a scotch on the rocks in their hand as they speak. Like, it's exactly how they sound. Those two are are perfect for that. So if you want a waspy older lady, you either get Wendy Malick or Jessica Walters. Absolutely. <laughs> like, and they got Wendy Malick, which I think was great. Oh yeah. Um, she does a phenomenal job. She, yeah. she has a perfect voice for a con artist expert. Right. Who like is also motherly. Who is all, she, she never admits to being motherly, right. but she is yeah. very motherly. Right. And it, it yeah. shows as the season goes on, yeah. like how much she actually cares. Mm-hmm. And it's a good time. I love it. And then she just plays stupid tricks on her sister. Like well, yes, obviously, yeah. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's, it, it's, it's a good show, man. I, I, really, I really dig it. So they had all these... The, you have the introduction of these characters. That's the premise. Uh, there's a witch's school that she ends up going to, mm-hmm. um, uh, which they slow build really well, actually. They do, because uh, they tease it slowly in the third or fourth fourth episode third episode I third think. episode yeah and because she's wanting to learn more spells well right. Ida is reluctant or just flat out lazy lazy to, <laughs> to actually teach her anything right so she goes and explores the aisles uh mm-hmm. Luz does and she discovers another witch yeah uh Willow Willow who is practicing her plant magic yes um and despite or she's practicing her abomination magic actually at first because yes. she wants to practice plant but mm. that was not what she was assigned right yeah um so she decides to help Willow out. She mm-hmm. will go into the school and learn magic. Right. If she pretends to be the abomination. Right, yeah. And it's really clever. I like, okay, so I like how all of the covens are really interesting. There's construction, there's mm-hmm. illusion, there's yeah. like plants. Plants. And then you have abomination. Abomination. Which it's is just, like, just hey, weird. It is an odd one. Because like you figure that would be like summoning. Yeah, like, exactly. But it's, but it's specifically like this homunculus sludge monster sludge monster that they all summon and it's yeah. kind of all the same thing and it's a bit they, dull it is it is dull <laughs> and i kind of like how they have explored it just a little bit yeah because of how amity progresses because mm-hmm. she is also in the uh abomination abomination class, class. Yeah. um and she's she's the star pupil right so she's really good at it and right. she can show like what abominations can actually do right and like even when uh a visitor of comes to the school to uh kind of see how they're doing mm-hmm. she's the prime source to like show off show off what's going on exactly, yeah, exactly. mc's yeah. even like yeah. dancing with her abomination mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, so it, it, it is interesting to see. Like, I would have called it the summoning guild or something. Yeah. Like, then you could have, like, different summons, and you could, like, upgrade the summons to things. And, like, abominations are, like, very easy because they're mindless drone-type things. But exactly. then you might upgrade to, like, summoning, like, a dragon or something. So that would be cool. Summoning would be would be yeah, cool. So, But that's just me. You know, whatever. I'm sure they'll do cool things with it as it goes along. That's just me. There's no uh, doubt in my mind about that. Yeah. So that, that, that's just me, like, fan fiction writing, I guess. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So... Amity is the uh, Willow. Amity, what's the what's their what's the other kid's name? I forget his name all the time. Uh, Gus. Gus, yeah, Gus. Augustus Porter, yeah. Uh, Gus. And he he's originally just called Augustus, but then yeah. Luce calls him Gus, and Gus. he goes, "I have a human name now. <laughs> I'm right. excited because he's right. the head of the Human Appreciation Club." That's right. Yes. Yeah. He he's a bit boring to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not much. I, I think they could develop him a little bit more. He's not. He's 
he's a good support character. Yeah, yeah. But that's about all he is at this point. Yeah, he, he's your basic support character. Uh, he's fine. He does the illusion magic, which is useful uh, it does. from time to time uh, in the episodes. So. I, I like what they're doing with the illusion magic because that seems like the most useful. Mm-hmm. And that. I'm not saying any of their skill set is <laughs> useless because they all find very unique ways to adapt to it. Right. But the illusion magic is great for just messing around with people. It's, right phenomenal um but i did like the whole setup of the idea that like oh you're you're supposed to be on this track of learning and like that's going to be the track that you're going to learn on and like that's yep. that's the whole thing because it's a bit of a it's a bit of a controlling aspect of like pretty much you get the vibe that the emperor is not you know on the up and up with a lot of things right yeah and there's um, the the emperor himself now is yeah yeah and we'll get there. into like how that goes on yeah but, and the reasons behind it, which might be true, we don't know yet. So, yeah. Um, but you know, he kind of has this vibe of like control over everything. He mm-hmm. has the conformatorium. He has, you know, like you have to you have to practice the way we teach magic. Otherwise, blah blah blah. You will either uh, submit to a coven or you right. are going to jail. Or you're going to jail. And uh, Ida will not submit to a coven, so she's uh, off in hiding. In and her... they can't get her to go to jail either. <laughs> no, because yeah, she hides out in the Howl House, which is a a moving house out in the woods and you can't ever really find it because it's got big Baba Yaga legs and it moves. Actually, it's only <laughs> moved once. It has only moved once, but they they imply that's how she, yes. you know, that they, they can't find her, obviously. So Is she but, a Baba Yaga? Uh, she could be a Baba Yaga. Uh, she doesn't fly on a mortar and pestle, but, you know, she no. got a broom. She got a broom instead. But it's it's very highly, like, Baba it's Yaga. It's very Baba Yaga. It's very Baba Yaga-esque because she yeah. lives in the woods, got gray hair. Like her house has legs. Her house has chicken legs. It's like it's <laughs> it's very inspired by Baba Yaga. You can very tell. If, oh yeah. If people don't know what Baba Yaga is, it's an old Russian witch legend. So very interesting. Um, yeah, very interesting. But she rides on a mortar and pestle, not a broom, which is weird. Yeah. A giant mortar and pestle, which is kind of creepy, because she probably uses it to crunch bones. Oh boy. Uh, That's... But yeah. Uh, but yeah, Eda's uh, a good character. I love Luz. Luz is a good main character. I like her a lot. I like how they have explored the different aspects of magic in it, too. Mm-hmm. Because it's not... Okay, so Luz cannot learn magic the yes. way a normal witch can. Because yes. a witch draws the power from an organ attached to their heart <laughs> yeah. that produces magic for them. It's a magic sack. <laughs> a magic sack on their heart. They just have to draw a circle and concentrate in order yeah, to form magic. Exactly. But because Luce doesn't have that organ, she because has she to, is a human. She's a human. She has to figure out her own way to uh, develop yeah, magic. Develop magic, and uh, with uh, with glyphs. With glyphs, uh, yes. which is sort of a uh, it, it's like an old way of, of doing things. The island even expresses mm-hmm. glyphs to her in certain ways. So yeah, because she has an attachment that's very interesting. Like Ida says, uh, the original witches had to learn magic through that. Mm-hmm. They paid attention to nature. To nature and itself. That's somewhat of how uh, Ida, and we don't actually entirely know how Ida trained herself, but right. this is what she says yeah. she did, is she explored nature mm-hmm. in like eight snow. Yeah, eight <laughs> snow, yeah, yeah. And exactly. figured it out for herself. Uh, she she's like she's a weirdo like Luz is. Like she is that, very much a weirdo. That that's Luz. that's the thing you kind of get from it. Like yeah. she practiced in weird little ways that weren't conformist to the you know to the to the ways of, of teaching. But, but that's what made and, her great. Exactly. Yeah. It's like so. She, yeah. So yeah. She like ate went out and ate snow and it was and she's a weirdo. But that's how she connected with things. And then 
you start to see that Luz like starts to see through nature these glyphs, these mm-hmm. symbols, and starts to like understand that these symbols mean something. They're elements. They're things. And she starts to draw this element onto a piece of paper and then touches it and it becomes light. It becomes a little light orb because yes. that's the light glyph. And it's I like love it. and that's her first spell that she gets to learn. And it's 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 a lot of fun the way they do it. Luz so, is also yeah. Spanish for light. It is. Luz is so Spanish. So that for was light. the initial. Like draw yeah, to it, right? Yeah, exactly. So she's got the the light magic, and she starts to learn different glyphs throughout the season as mm-hmm. well. She gets an ice glyph uh, yep. when she's doing, when, in the snow eating episode. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the great. snow eating episode. That was a but good episode altogether. It though. was because like she ca- she found the light glyph in a book, right? Am I remembering nope. that correctly? Which, so the light that? glyph was actually there was that? the uh, there was the episode that they first introduced Ida's curse. Yes. So, Ida was tired in the morning. She had not had her daily potion. Right. Uh, that helps to suspend her suspend curse. Suspend her curse. So, yes. uh, when she initially was teaching Luce, she showed her, she draws a circle. That's right. Yeah. And Luce watches it at first and mm-hmm. doesn't understand. So, right. she, because Ida's tired and wants to go take a nap, she right. says, can I have record you doing it one more time? That's right. Yes. So, the phone glitches out. Mm-hmm. And as Ida is finishing the circle, the circle. in the video, it, the glyph appears. Right. The glyph appears in that circle. That's yeah. right. And it's 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 sort of like just an ancient thing that they've kind of forgotten about because the the magic within them is just sort of you make a circle. That's yeah. like the whole thing. You make a circle, concentrate on what yeah. you want, and then you're good. And then you're good to go. And it's it's very it's very Full Metal Alchemist. You know, it is the, the the alchemy circles and stuff like that, which is an old. Uh, old magic kind of trope. Although uh, I will say, stories. it is very much the opposite. It it is like it is straight up like Full Metal, but right. it is the opposite for the characters. Yeah, because when in Full Metal, the main character doesn't need a circle. Yes, exactly. Whereas yeah. Luce has yeah, to draw has to out the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but you know the, the the magic circles that was also a thing in fairy tale that kind of got away with it. Magic circles are always like kind of a thing with magic. It's a trope. That it happens. is. Um, it's a good trope. It's a it's good trope. Well, it's yeah. well done. It works. It works. Because like magic has to have rules. Otherwise, yeah. it's just it's whatever. Yeah. So so when you have a good rule base of magic, I like that a yeah. lot. And the way they do it is very interesting because they have an inner inner bit of magic inside of them, kind of like in Dragon Prince. Mm-hmm. There's like the the elves all have magic within them, but humans don't. Uh, then we learn that the arcana can live inside of of, uh, of of certain things, and so Luz finds this new way of doing things of writing on a piece of paper and making a little light glyph out of it. And exactly, it's, uh, and it's cool. And then she learns a, a a snow glyph by staring up into the sky, and she sees uh, the snow glyph snow kind of coming appear. Out. Yeah, it kind and of appears in the sky. There's actually so. another one uh, that you see in the sky. Yeah, uh, they. She sees the light glyph in the skies, okay. and it's formed by the stars. By the stars itself, in a constellation. Okay. That's cool. Um, that's cool. So that, that's, that's right. She sees that, and then realizes like that's the that's the the, the the snow glyph is actually she has she sees in one the, the, in her hand. Yes, that's right. The little yeah. snowflake in her hand. That's what I remember the star scene. Yeah. But yeah, then the one falls in her hand, and it's like that's. And then she draws that out, and she can yes. has the power of ice and snow and love it. Good time. Good time. Is it, uh, they, they, did she learn a new one off camera at all? But uh, I feel like the finale she had like three. She um, has the ice light. She learned fire, fire during the uh, uh, game. Games. I forget what the yeah, game was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whatever that Blitzball game was. That yeah. They play. Uh, then they yeah. she learns a flower one. Yeah, the flower one. Yeah. yeah. And that one's kind of off screen, but mm-hmm. she it's like 
right in the middle of her learning yeah 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 they, they sort of like she she figures it out and they just show her doing and it. and that's the beginning of the episode yeah exactly so she's learning new spells she got a little sketchbook drawn mm-hmm. uh drawing stuff and and figuring it out which is great um although i feel like that'd be hard to take notes on because yeah, you can't draw the signal well, without you, you can you just don't tap it because like she, she draws it out and then taps it which i love that's how they do it because yeah. in the all right um we're gonna we're gonna get into it but oh boy i love this so the fact that ida is so ida is uh, has a curse mm-hmm. yes and i love how it's handled because mm-hmm. it's similar to how a lot of people handle uh, stds mm-hmm. so well okay let, just go go with me on <laughs> okay. this Go with me on this. It's something she's going to have the rest of her life. Uh-huh. She doesn't know where she got it from. Right. She takes medicine on the regular to handle it. Sure. In a way. And it changes her body in a way that she could also could endanger her or other people right. she cares for. Right. Um, so that that's just where I kind of stand on it. But <laughs> it could also be diabetes. It could. I mean. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's it, to, to some extent. But. Well, it's allegory. You don't get you don't get diabetes from someone else. Well, true, but you know, the, you, I would hope you don't get STDs from your sister. Well, no, <laughs> no, no. But you're right. Uh, but anyway, yes, yes. no, it, it it does. But yeah, she, it, it it could be addiction, certain yes. things like that. You know, because yes. it, it's very allegorical to the idea of like, and it's well you know, handled sort of too, because yeah. she turns into yeah. a giant owl creature, and yeah. she. She's desperate for the not yeah. not anti, not the cure, but the right, just something the potion to yeah, help the it. potion to help it down, just to keep it down. Because um, yeah, it turns into a big owl monster and she loses be- her sanity. It also becomes and, a major plot point in several episodes. Yes, because as we learn, the elixir is, start, is starting to lose effect mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a few ways. She's getting strong. The the curse is getting stronger and stronger, and the medicine she's using isn't working as long. Because yep. like the first episode we see it, it's like been what like two months or something and she had to like take it and like uh so but then like between then it's like only been a month then after a few weeks yeah she starts sprouting uh uh feathers again and she realizes it's not working as long as it used to i need to figure this out so yeah um and that's also uh her sister lilith uh her um uh her impetus to get her onto the the um the emperor's coven yes uh the emperor wants her to join the coven uh, Lilith is charged with getting her onto the coven, and it's like, look, if you come join the coven, he can cure you of this, of this, uh, of this curse. You know, like, so why don't you just stop being stubborn, come with me to the coven, and then he can cure you for it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and you know that's that that's her whole impetus for it, um, and uh, the whole um, reason they're on bad terms, obviously. Yeah. Uh, well, that's yeah. not the whole reason. Well, not the whole reason. There's a lot of reasons that are yeah, bad but, terms. But that's what we first that's what we first vibe on and everything. Yes. And then we later learn that it was actually Lilith who cursed, cursed her. And yeah. I thought they handled that pretty okay. They could have done a little bit better. Um I wish uh, there was a little bit more build up because uh, yeah. like Lilith not wasn't just jealous. She almost yeah. resented Ida for being better at her. Right. Yeah. And, and but but they also like they, they sort of dropped it in with one line they could have been a little bit more she could have spent a little bit more time on her like thinking about doing it prior yeah. to doing it yeah but she even said like I thought it would be for a day like it was a complete mm-hmm. mistake like how it ended up being like she yep. was going to take her power away for that day 
so that she could top her. Yes. Because she needed to be in that needed to be in the Emperor's Coven. Something that Ida didn't even want. Yep. Not realizing that Ida obviously didn't want it and was just going to give it to her anyway. Yep. And it's a great moment. Oh, the whole and thing. That, that's yeah. just perfect character writing too, yeah, yeah, because that's yeah. totally something Ida would do. Yeah, she just like, loves eh, her sister. It's like, eh, she she needs this more than I don't need this. I don't uh, want it. I don't want this. Take give it to her. But you know, at, at that point, she'd already given the curse, um, which was a great revelation too, by the way, because I. I, I didn't see that one coming, honestly. Like, no, I, neither did I. I thought the Emperor probably cursed her or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or there'd be like a, a third, a secondary character that did That was going to be point. built up in the next arc. Exactly, something. yeah, something. And like maybe he starts cursing other people or something. I don't know. Mm. But no, it just turns out it was Lilith and it was a great reveal. Yeah. Because like they were doing this little duel or whatever, this little battle. And then it's like, yeah, you were never as good as me. And she just yells out, then why were you so easy to curse? I was like, oh, oh dang. snap, snap, snap. Oh, drama. <laughs> Like, drama just dropping. Although, that leads into my favorite line in the yeah. whole freaking season, mm-hmm. which is just, uh, I know I'm better than you, mm-hmm. because if you can't beat me at my, or it's something yeah. like, you yeah. can't even beat me at my worst. Right, yeah, exactly. It's, so, oh, I love yeah. Ida, and that final little fight with Lilith, mm-hmm. that just, it yeah. sends chills the, down my spine thinking about it. The first, I'd love to talk about their first fight, too. Their first actually. fight was really the, well the done. Du- the duel fight uh, between them is, is one of my favorite sequences of animation. Mm-hmm. Um, they have these, mo- these, these Sugaku moments of animation in it that are just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the lead animator, I believe, that takes those on every yes. time. Yes, um, I it forget is. his name. Uh, I, I had his name earlier, but yeah, the, the lead animator of those scenes, and he just like, my God, it's so good. I think he also does like storyboarding on Castlevania. <laughs> yeah, he does, <laughs> yeah, actually. So, so he does, yeah, he, he did the uh, storyboarding for this new uh, game came out, that uh, Hades. Hades, yeah, he yep. did some for Hades. Yep. He did some yeah. for Hades. He'd been, he'd been posting that on Twitter as well. Um, and actually, if you watch closely in each episode, he does a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. okay, whenever, whenever you see the camera just pan around someone, mm-hmm. he's doing that. Right, it's yeah, like, exactly formless every time yeah exactly and uh you know he he th- there's always like an episode not every episode but mm-hmm. every now and then an episode will happen where uh an action scene will occur where the animation is just smooth as butter oh yes. um but it's on but it's on twos which is interesting it's not like one-to-one frame it's yeah. on twos so it has a little bit of a step to it that that makes it feel not rubbery mm-hmm. so uh you know kind of like how into the spider-verse did mm-hmm. uh, into the spider-verse was animated on twos so it looked, uh, you know, it, it didn't look as, as quote, smooth as, as, as 3D animation typically yeah. is, but it made it look more like 2D animation. And honestly, I prefer so. that because yeah. it conforms to the rest of the show a lot better. Yeah, exactly. Whenever you have another animator come in and yeah. do something like that, it can mm-hmm. be kind of jarring. Yes. But they do it yeah. so well in the yeah. show, it's just... Other, ah. Yeah, other thing he did, uh, he was also the, the he, he was the lead animator on... Um, uh, what was the Garnet song when she's teaching Stephen and Connie about fusion? Oh, the um, emotion, whatever that emo- the, that emotion song. I forget what that song was called, but wow. that whole thing with like the the butterflies turning into the storm. Yeah, all that, that was all him too. So. That's phenomenal. That was all him too. Wow. And if you go back and watch it, you can definitely tell because that has that same. I'm gonna rewatch look. that again and again. Yeah, it, it the, has that uh, same look and feel. The so. whole scene with. Uh, Amity and Luce, yeah, fighting yeah. the the, uh, the fear monster. The fear monster. Oh, yeah, yeah. that was it's gorgeous. It's so good. Yeah. First off, it's so good. Lam, Luce Amity. Is it Luce Amity? It's not Luce Amity. I think it's just Lamity. Is it just Lamity? I think it's called Lamity. Uh, yeah. 
But yeah. But that whole... Yeah, whole. it's adorable. Yes. Uh, it's adorable. So let's talk about Amity. Cause we let's talk about her Amity. At all. Oh my god. Uh, Amity's how you write a bully character. Straight she's, up. Yes. 100%. Bring her in. Uh, she's like kind of like Willow's bully. Yes. But it's sort of like a passive kind of thing. She doesn't really she, like... She never directly insults the Yeah, yeah. It's just sort of like, you know, like it... Uh, she kind of looks down on her like, like, well, you know, like... You have potential, but you but you're not strong enough. Blah blah yeah. blah. That's you, when you kind of get it. You just never snobbish will kind yes. of a thing. Um, but you kind of also get the vibe that you know she's kind of like behaving this way in front of her friends, you mm-hmm. know that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, and as we learn as it goes on, they used to be friends when they were kids. Yes. Um, and I love how they do Amity. Amity just grows as it goes along. Because uh, first she shows up, she's just a snobby bully kid. She is, and it's like whatever. But even in that episode. Uh, like she's being affected by the wrong actions of Luz. Yeah. At that time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like Luz is sneaking into the school, pretending to be an abomination, and like kind of screwing up her whole presentation. Yeah, because so like Lu- or, uh, Amity was supposed to be like the best uh, performance in the class, and right. then. Uh, Luz comes in pretending to be the abomination, right. and she's a perfect abomination. Right. Yeah. So it's like, so first she feels like, oh, they, you know, like she feels like kind of upstage, but then realizes they cheated. So like from her point of view, they're in the wrong. Exactly. Every and stretch. they were, and they were. Yeah. So you know, it's like, so from the bully's point of view, she, the, her first impression of the main character is, you cheated. Like you yeah. completely cheated me out of this. So then you have the co- the Covention episode. Yeah, great pun name, by the way. That I like, like Covention. Is how just, perfect is that? <laughs> I know. Like they need to make a con for like freaking witches, Harry Potter or something, and like and just call, call it, it a Covention. Call it a Convention. But at Convention, you uh, you you get the meeting up again. Yes. And she kind of vocalizes like, "Hey, you like you screwed up my." whole thing like you're the bully here mm-hmm. like it's like she's not the bully you are it's and like, i love that the like, the whole challenge uh they because loose challenges her to mm-hmm. a witch's duel yeah and right. Ida's like nah don't worry i got your back we're gonna cheat we're this gonna whole cheat way through. Like, yeah and Luz is like i don't want to cheat like, no. what are you talking about and then lilith ends up cheating with amity yes <laughs> because i knew you would cheat <laughs> exactly because <laughs> i knew you would cheat. welcome like, to my level she's like Haha, you're no better than me <laughs> She's like, stop it! It's great. <laughs> so good. Which leads to their fight, which is phenomenal. Um, but it but, builds to Amity, too. But it builds too. to Amity, who's like, you know, because again, she didn't know that that uh, that uh, Lilith, Lilith was, was going to cheat. Was cheating, gave her a little power and amp up sticker. You, you notice it, too. Yeah. Because whenever Amity calls her abomination in the middle of the fight, right. it's huge. It's, and she's surprised. She's surprised. She's like, whoa. Like, she, I'm great. Yeah, she calls it up and she's like, what? Like, Because she's never made one that big before. Yes. And, then, and like, Lilith kind of slipped a little power sticker on the back yep. of her, didn't even realize it. And uh, that's. So then she felt humiliated in that regard yep. because she didn't know that she was being pawned through this so because they both because loose and amity both have had a little bit of humility in that right. one scene yeah they actually get to confront each other mm-hmm. and talk about like what's going on yeah what happens? like you don't get to practice magic yeah you are you'll never be as good as me and she's yeah. like you're right yeah i never will yeah but i'm trying but i'm trying and then and... does a little light glyph and uh yeah and so Kind of when, because again, like for Amity's point of view, like she's just a bully. She doesn't know that. And they both see each other as the bully because they have these misunderstandings. And then when she realizes like Luz is very much like her, like she releases the, because they had a bet. Like if you ever, you know, if you you lose, lose, you you don't get to practice. You don't get to practice magic anymore. And they have a little bond, a little bond. Then she releases it. And it's just like, all right, you know, they they have a little begrudging little moment Mm -hmm. there. Then they have another episode where they uh, uh, at the library. Yes. Where and we meet her, her brother and sister. Brother and sister, 
again, are much more in-depth than when we first see them. Because yes. when we first see them, they're just kind of bullies to Amity. Yeah, they are. But they're just kind of like in like a playful mood. In, yeah. In that, in they, that they like to mess with her they their like, little sister. They like to mess mittens. with her little sister. Yeah, mittens. Yeah. <laughs> they like to mess with them. But they kind of take it too far. And even Luz, Luz is kind of like, whoa, I don't want to look at her diary. You yeah. Know, that sort of thing. But then, obviously, she gets caught with the diary, so Luz gets the blame. Yeah. But then they kind of like... That's when they are that's when they become sort of like begrudging like... like uh, Friends, not not friends yet. They're, but they're, they're they're acquaintances. They're acquaintances, and a- after that misunderstanding is handled, they be, they get to know each other a little bit. Better. Yes, they're not they're not begrudged towards each other at that mm. point. Um, but just, yeah, it's nice. But then we meet Amity's brother and sister again, and they're like apologizing for that day. Like, yeah, later on, which I liked because they could have just kept the whole like oh hey, what's up twerp like giving like the bully thing. But no, they actually do care about their sister. Yes. And they they realize they took it too far and blah blah. So. And that's. Good. I yeah. love. I'm loving all of these characters yeah. so much because yeah. they just explore them realistically. Mm-hmm. They're not evil people. They yeah. just yeah they messed up or exactly. had a bad day. And you know, there's even the quote quote unquote evil characters. Like they even have you know again Lilith. That's a big one. You know, yeah. she's, she's we've we've covered her whole like misunderstanding of how not she evil. Did. She just yeah. And I I think there's even like there's even room for the emperor as bad as he is. Like there's parts yes. it's like wait. Is he right about something? Like, Although, like there's parts of okay. it. There it are, could be lying entirely. I don't he, know. He really could be. There are really, there's some bits about him that just make me think, this guy is not good at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but sure. They, like, well, his whole action, like, the way he's taking things is definitely wrong. But, like, could he be right about his reason for it? Oh, like, absolutely. Like, it's possible. I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> what makes a good bad guy, though. Know, right? It's like yeah, they are convinced this you, is the right way. Exactly. You don't have to sympathize the bad guy. All you have to do is understand why he's doing what he's doing. Yes. That's what makes a good villain. Like You don't sympathize with the Joker, but no. you get the fact that he's creating chaos to show everybody that we're all stupid apes and this is all a big joke. Yeah. Like, that's what he does. That's like, just that's what his, he does. That's his whole shtick. Uh, Rachel Ghoul, you know, like he he's he, always viewed as like a big, you know, a, a, a character who is correct or whatever. Yes, you know? it's like but very much so. But you know, it's just but yeah, but he wants to wipe out humanity, so like that's not correct. Thanos the same way. It's like oh, yeah. half of everybody. Well, if you have an Infinity Gauntlet, you could just make twice as much unlimited goods. resources. But yes. whatever, <laughs> it's like it's more about you being right than actually exactly. saving the universe. But that's what going, it's more about. Going back to the Emperor, he really he has he has a lot of potential, mm-hmm. and because we we aren't introdu- officially introduced to him until the end of the season, right? So. We have a lot to learn. Lots to cover with him. Yeah. Oh boy. We get to we can get we can maybe see his face sometime because we never see his face. Get, There's probably yeah. I have a working theory. Yeah. I have a working theory. Yeah. That he may be a human. Oh yeah, that's possible. Yep. Because yeah, yeah. Because he, he wants the he wants the door. He does. He yeah. never. He's never shown using mm-hmm. glyphs right. to perform magic. Right. But that could easily be yeah. like fixed. Yeah. If, if he's a master sorcerer. Yeah. And. Okay. He could have different ways of making it, kind of like an alchemist would. Exactly, like Mustang exactly. Has the gloves that give him the, give him the spark and everything. The so. biggest thing I have, or another kind of theory for that, is uh, the fact that uh, he's the most powerful. Mm. Well, the only other person we've seen with excessive amounts of magic potential mm-hmm. is Luz. It's true. Yeah. Who brought a house to life yeah. when they couldn't bring a <laughs> doll to life? It's true. It's true. Like, yeah, there's no, mm. there, there's potential there's in it potential. because they're. But again, yeah, it's like it's why, and again, why Ida, who like uses this old, old form of mm-hmm. magic, is supposedly the most powerful witch. Also, why uh, does he eat he, palismans? Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
You know, that, that's just mean. That that might be how he sustains his magic. Don't, oh, <laughs> like, don't do that. Yeah, that might be how he sustains it. That's another thing. Is the palisman is another thing. But mm-hmm. finish off on Amity because we yes. didn't quite. Finish oh yes, her. I'm sorry. <laughs> we didn't quite finish off on her yet uh, because she's like the best character. In the she world. really is. Uh, played by Mae Whitman, by the way. I love K- Mae Whitman. Katara, and everything uh, she does. Yeah, Katara, April O'Neil from the 2012 yep. uh, DMT. Good, great, great character actor. Uh, plays somebody. Uh, oh, she plays. Uh, Shirley on um, uh, uh, dang it, uh, Arrested Development. So, she was also in yeah, uh, so. uh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was a Scott Pilgrim. She's also in Good Girls. Yep. Yep. That's right. Um, I I love her and yeah. everything she does. May she Whitman's does a good great. job. It's Katara, man. Uh, but yeah, so played by May Whitman. Uh, but mm-hmm. she's she's probably my favorite character in the whole thing. Uh, but it not only grows to them having a friendship, it also grows to and they just start peppering these things in a little bit. Of her actually having a crush on Luz. Yes. So, you know, and that culminates into a whole thing of uh, the prom episode, which has that great moment uh, where they fight the monster and they dance and it's pretty great. It's and then, so beautifully handled yeah, because and, the whole episode is based around fear. Like, <laughs> yes. everyone's potential fear to f- and what to face him with yeah. that. Well, yeah. Amity's picked to be the one to face the fear monster. <laughs> loses fears when they're go when she's going through her fears because like what, yes. her act- what her actual fear is is like uh, you know like like her mom and telling yes. her mom the truth about what's going on yeah because uh, she, she like keeps like because she keeps getting texts from her mom and she'll just send back like an emoji like ha yeah. but she really wants to talk to her but she can't she's terrified exactly and that's the whole thing um uh, and uh you know so that that's her actual fear but she doesn't want to face that and doesn't mention it uh, another reason I like another good epi- thing about that episode is that Amity and her brother and sister are helping Luz train to fight it. Yeah, because Amity was the one that was going to go fight it, but she didn't want to, and then Luz stepped in for her. Exactly. So you know, which is what our friends for. Exactly, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and you know, Amity has her fear, which gets revealed later. But <laughs> when he's like, "What? What? What makes you fear?" And like, "What? What are your darkest fears?" And she writes them down, and they start like manifesting the thing yes. that she fears and the person that's in a cat's body is oh, the I most forgot about that that just cracks a oh, I don't want this oh, oh. it's just like ah a person trapped in a cat's body it's like what that's so horrifying it's also like, I, I don't want this help me it's so perfect though it's such a weird it's, so it's, it's great for the show it is it's so yeah. perfect it's like, for the show but you know he gives up we don't want things that creep you out or scare you like what yeah. is your fear what is your fear yeah. and then like yeah. it goes to being like one of them is Ida's disapproval yeah. yeah and then they like make a giant Ida well yeah. real Ida comes out and is like yeah I look good I look pretty good <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah so so you have this whole thing and then it, it's it's kind of a cheap moment it's not the episode's fault. It's the trailer's fault because when they had the uh, the second half of season one mm-hmm. trailer, it showed Luz's mom come through the door. Yeah, going Miha, and it's like, oh, her, her, oh no, her mom's oh, there, no. and it's like, oh wait, it was just the fear it's thing. just the it's fear just monster. The fear yeah. So it's not the episode's fault. It's the trailer's fault. But it is, you know. Uh, but I don't know. So, but uh, yeah, so th- that happens, and she. Has. And and when the mom comes in, she yeah. can't face it. Yeah, she that can't is face her it. biggest fear. So she yeah. runs, runs away, and, and it turns like 
weird monsters chasing after. Well, him. I do. I like the fact that it. Uh, they commented on it earlier in the episode of like how Ida is constantly stepping in mm-hmm. to save Luce from these monsters. Right. Well, right as soon as this monster becomes overwhelming, Ida's about to step in. Mm-hmm. Nope. Bust yep. out the bo- Bust out the uh, bushes. Here yep. comes Amity. Yeah. Come to rescue her, and it's yep. freaking great because it was her responsibility to take it anyway. So she decided I never should have let you take it anyway because I yep. should just face mine which was asking uh lose out to the prom to prom (laughs) and i love it that was the whole thing and but that that irritated me because then she still didn't (laughs) she didn't you're right come on she didn't face her fear you literally just danced with her like what are you doing like come on like you literally just danced with her by the way yeah i love that's that's the first scene where uh because they go into this whole little dance sequence Mm -hmm. and battle sequence right and like as soon as amity throws loose Mm-hmm. And they like catch hands and just yeah. pulls out the cards. Yeah, yeah, that mm-hmm. was freaking gorgeous. Yeah, I the, love that one. The, that's how they're using her magic, right? Yeah, and two making cards. Yeah, it's yeah, it, that's it's really clever. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, they kind of foreshadow that with that card game that Ida had too, because uh, she was yeah. teaching her to do that. So they foreshadowed that a little bit. Uh, I thought that okay. was yeah. That, that's what I got of it when she had the cards or whatever, because huh. that's what I thought they were when I first saw them. I was like, oh. They just have her glyphs on them, so that's yeah. how she's like fighting the thing. That makes sense. I didn't, yeah. I didn't catch that. Yeah, but that's a beautifully storyboarded thing. That's their Sugoku moment in that episode is. is that that dance fight scene, which is really rad. Um, you know, and it's uh, it, it 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 it's 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 kind of a it's a it's a big it's a big thing. We've had uh, we've had lots more gay representation on uh, kids kids shows. And everything. Oh, absolutely. But this is kind of like the first one, I guess, other than maybe Sapphire Ruby. Which other than is yes, kind of different, but like we know Garnet before we learn about them. So. Yes. A little bit different. This is kind of the first like build up of a uh, same sex relationship in yes. a kid show, and it's done from day a, one. And it's done in a very healthy way. It yeah. shows that it's okay yeah. to do this right. and experience and these emotions. They might not end up together either, which, they might would be not. In, which would be interesting to see too, because you always kind of see those things. Yeah. I, I say that now because Shira had that happen, which they was did. really good. They yes. had a really good whole thing with Catra being the Zuko of that show, and then mm-hmm. uh, the end of it being you know love being the actual trigger for all the power and everything. Cause yeah. It's Shira. That's how. Because it's Shira. <laughs> it's Shira. But it was well done. Yes, it was very well done. And uh, but this is like kind of, but this is on like Disney Channel. So it is. Know, so it's it's. I can see where that would be an important and step. Actually, you know, Disney thing. has been defending her. Yeah. De- defending uh, Dana. Yeah. Throughout the whole yeah. representation thing yeah, too. Absolutely. And, yeah. Like it's yeah. rare for them it, to do that it, too. It is kind of amazing because this is like because again like you know you have. <laughs> You have like you have like corporate interests in a yes. few ways, and you know when you're wanting to show the show, you know your Disney, you have a TV show that you want to show in as many markets as you can. Absolutely. And in some markets, like it's entirely illegal to have same-sex yes. relationships, so they don't, you know. And I understand, like, like you know, I'm not gonna. So, I can I can be moralistic about that all you, day. You remember the whole fiasco with the Ruby Sapphire wedding? Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I loved that. Yeah. How that was handled though, because yeah. in what what. Do you remember what country it was? I, I can't remember. Maybe Australia, maybe? No. I can't no. remember what it was. Yeah. It was, it was some, I think it was an a Asian country, actually. Yeah. They um, had established Ruby to be the guy. Yeah. Because she was, the, or he was oh, the only guy. The masculine of, one. And yes. so they just gave her the, the gave wedding Gave her dress. the wedding dress. <laughs> and it was beautiful. I loved it. That was pretty funny. That was... That's pretty funny. Great way to handle a bitter situation. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's like the, the, there's interest, and I understand the interest. You know, you don't necessarily have to be, like, you know, like, the people making that decision don't necessarily have to be coming from a homophobic viewpoint. No, no, no. It's literally like, hey, 
we're marketing this to places as much as we can, yeah. and they don't allow this in those. So we have to cut those episodes so they might be apprehensive mm-hmm. to have it. So I, so I, I, I very much applaud them going forward with it yes. and being like, They're... yes, we're going to allow you to have the representation that you want for this thing. Uh, blah blah blah. Because I believe she's bi as well, right? She's correct. Uh, Lu- she... No, Luce is bi. Well, I mean, Dana. Dana Terrace. Uh, Dana is bi. Dana is bi. Yeah. yeah Dana and she bi. wanted that representation of having a bi yes. character uh, on her on her show. Yes. Um, and then I think Amity's probably just lesbian. Maybe. She is a lesbian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, but she hasn't crushed anybody else. Nope. <laughs> it's like yeah. And she beat the crap out of Hootie, so she's oh, okay I in my love book. It. That's like uh, my favorite scene in the show. Like, because she I, comes. I over. love Hootie, but yes, I'm glad someone finally beat the she, crap out of her. Which, it's so mean because there's no reason to, but she comes over and it's like, and she just like, like gets him out of his face once and comes into her room and it's like if that owl tube thing talks to me again, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna destroy it. And then it just creeps in at the end of the episode and like twirls around her eye twitches. And it cuts away to the outside of the house where it's beating the crap. Actually, I think that was the Grom episode. Yeah, I think it was the Grom episode. That was it, the Grom episode. It's just beating the crap. And like, Lou's like, Amity, no! No! It's so funny. They have really good... Uh, it, it's got really good uh, Gravity Falls style humor. It does. Very macabre humor in, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um Weird demons. The the uh, the, the freaking... Uh, uh, the, the school bell is like a... A face that goes ah, you know, just like that's the best weird, creepy stuff that you'd see on like Gravity Falls. You know, like I love that stuff. I think mm-hmm. it's great. Um, and, it's just it's just yeah. Bill Cipher's chaos dimension, yeah. but yeah. toned down a little bit. And another thing about this show, the the, the character designs are fantastic. Oh, absolutely! I, I, I love the base design of everybody. I think Luce is like a perfect like main a perfect tweener design. Yes. for for a show for tweens. Like she, and adults, yeah, well, that's and adults, yeah. But but I'm saying like, but this it is targeted toward tweens, obviously, yes, absolutely. And she like looks like a tweener of today, like yeah. in every way, shape, and form. She's wearing yeah. white vans for God's right, sake. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like just, just just the way the the, the way she, you know the way she's dressed, the way she behaves, like she's very very tweener. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it it works like like so well. I also like her little loopy mouth, like yeah, you know, it's like her little it's, loop of a loop of a grin, like it's cute. It is. It's cute. It's like you know, it it, it depicts like a larger lip, you know, mm-hmm. in a way, like kind of maybe a little bit of an overbite. I don't know, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's just it's an it's a shape you don't typically see in a main character. Yeah, no. like you know, and 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 I like it. It, it. Her character design is like is flawless to me. Absolutely, like it's. I, I think her character design is flawless. Hers, Ida's. Um, I like uh, King. King's great. Although I love the uh, uh, ongoing issue with uh, not being able to keep a consistency of his horn. Oh yeah. So they never. They don't actually. Yeah. Uh, Dan has been drawing him for her ever, and yeah. she never knows which side of the horn is the right one. Oh really? That's <laughs> so funny. She, just, like, she messes it up the, each episode. Which one's like the broken one? Which yeah. One is, that's funny. That's pretty funny. I have theories about King as well. Actually, oh. When we get into like what's coming next, uh, uh, I think he's a hundred percent telling the truth about his backstory. Oh, I don't doubt it. Because people, because like they have the whole first episode. It's like yeah. oh, I lost my crown, and they. They find the crown. And it's like a goofy little. Like, it's a it's a Burger, it's a King, Burger King, crown. King crown, and like you know, it's like well, I thought that was a crown. It's like eh, it makes him happy. That's, that's I'm <laughs> all right with that, you know. If he's happy, then I'm cool with it. You know? Exactly. Yeah. But but he definitely has a real crown. Oh, absolutely. And he's definitely the king of demons. Yes. And we're definitely gonna see that. Like I'm. Saying, I want to see it. So I'm bad. thinking like season three, he gets his crown. He becomes like the villain of the season. You know, Ooh. you gotta talk him down. It's gonna be great, man. I'm telling you, it's gonna be good. 
gonna be good stuff. He's funny. gonna he's gonna have to put that crown on to stop something, and then yeah. he's gonna become the the villain of the next season. Mm. And they're gonna have to bring him down. They're gonna have to like take him down. And ah, oh, telling you, watch I'm him, telling you, watch him actually be a titan. Yeah, I know, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He'll grow. He'll definitely okay. be big, obviously, when yes. he gets it. Like something's gonna happen to where he gets it. That's my theory about King. Oh, he's a hundred percent telling the truth about that. I want it because they have that flashback where he's like all huge and like has the crown. I'm like. Yeah, that's that's, that's really him. That's that, really him. That's, 100% that's totally true. That's hundred percent true. Because they play it off like he's like kind of kooky and weird, and he doesn't know what he's talking about, right? Yeah, exactly. He he definitely is telling oh, the truth. No, there. absolutely. Like, he's hundred percent. I want to see him at hundred percent power. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, so. is he like reality manipulation? Right. Or I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I it'll, wanna... it'll be interesting to see, but I, I think that's I think that's hundred percent the, the case. I think he's definitely telling the truth when it comes to that. Yeah. Um, also, uh, what brought him down? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, you know, what took his crown away? Like, why is the crown the power? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know any of that stuff. Don't know that stuff yet. But you know, I, I could be wrong on that. But that's my theory for for that's seasons her. to come. I think uh, that's a good theory. I think it'd be a good time to see it. Uh, that's what I would do if I was writing it. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> I can write stuff. Let's do it. It'd be a good time. But no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, th- th- this show's great. Is there anything else uh, we want to cover? I'd uh, like to. I'd like to see more of how uh, Lilith adapts to being an outlaw. That's right. Yeah. Because she's now that she's obeyed, or not obeyed, the opposite of obeyed, she's betrayed mm-hmm. the uh, emperor. Yep. And the emperor now has the door that grants uh, Ida access to the human world. Yes. Uh, not only does Ida lose her stock mm-hmm. in all human resources, yeah, because she can't get any more. Yeah, uh, the emperor has access to a whole new world to co- conquer. I guess yeah, maybe, um, <laughs> yeah. depending on whatever or, frick or, he wants, or sap magic from. Because apparently humans are actually really good at magic. Yes, <laughs> it turns out. So. Oh yeah. So, um, and he keeps calling her the human. Like I like the idea of him being a human. That might be true. Yeah, might be true. It might be. He, yeah. By the way, we'll see. okay. One of my favorite things in the last episode is yeah. his and Luz's fight. Yeah. Like, yeah. she gets the game. upper hand, yeah. damages his mask, and yeah. he just looks up at her and says, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when so you're like, good. oh, crap. Oh. <laughs> like, just it's got, about to get real. He just got serious. <laughs> like, oh. But uh, that was good, yeah, because like, they had a whole thing where, you know, like... Uh, Gave him the door, but then mm-hmm. destroyed it, which was a big deal because she can't get back yeah. to, to to her mom, which is another big thing. Uh, uh, going back to the Grom episode, which is probably the best episode. Of the Absolutely. Series. I mean, Grom is just like perfect because uh, so much stuff happens in it. And we get to learn about these two characters and, you know, build up their whole relationship and how. Uh, but also Luce's relationship with her mom and how that's mm-hmm. going. Because she ends up at the end of the episode actually texting her and yes. getting back to her and saying, "Oh shoot. today was hard." Yeah, exactly. I forgot about that. I know, right? Yeah, oh. and, and like how hard, it was a hard day and everything. And then uh, she writes back, "I love getting your letters." Like huh, that's a funny way to say, say text. text. And then you cuts to her in bed, and there are, are a bunch letters of letters from Luz. From Luz. What? what? <laughs> like, who is those from? Yeah. And why was Luce misspelled? So, you know. Uh, yeah. So, someone is sending her mom letters from that world. But who it could just be Ida. I don't know. It, uh, it very well could be. But, but I don't think Ida is... Yeah. Cares? Cares <laughs> like, that much? But, but may, like may, she cares, but not that much. Maybe maybe that's the reveal that she does. You know, like, maybe that's the uh, reveal. So. I can see it. But, I mean, is there another way to get back? Will she continue to get the letters? Probably. After the door is broken? No. We don't know. I, we need to see this. Because, because otherwise, how how would they get the letters if that door 
that Ida has is the only door there is. Unless Ida's writing the letters, how do the letters get there? That's true. There's another door somewhere. There's, there's got to be another door somewhere. There's got to be another door somewhere. Although, wait, yeah. well, because the Emperor was obviously looking for a door. Exactly. And, uh, and that's why he, I wanted Ida. If Ida's the only one who Which, he knows has one, yeah. like, he's got a lot of resources. Yeah. Which I thought was another good reveal because it was like, ah, I need Ida. And it was like, for some reason, he needed Ida the whole time. It's like, no, I just need that door. That's what, I, that's what yeah, I need. That's it. It's like, it's like you can have Ida back. I want your door. <laughs> I want the door. So it's like, yeah. Like there's, there's a lot going on. Cause, cause, like that, that's good reveal because it's like, it's like, um, you know, it's a thing, you know, mm-hmm. but you don't think it's that big of a deal. Cause like nobody cares about the human world. Yeah. Like the, he, he is the only, he, he only likes it for its trash. Yeah. Like she brings us trash. <laughs> that's the extent it. of its yeah. use. That, that's the extent of its use. Nobody else cares. Like, Oh, you're a human. Like no one's like, Oh, human. Oh, like it's yeah. a oh, human. Whatever. You're basically a cockroach. Yeah, it's like you're like whatever. Like there's nothing about you. Yeah. So then a human that can do magic's like, oh, that's interesting. That's yeah. kind of like a novelty. Basically, it is a novelty. Yeah. Uh, but um, <laughs> I did like her when she was like opting to get into Hexside, yeah. and she like like completely bombed the whole like <laughs> like thing. It's like I didn't get into it. I said, believe it or not, I've seen worse. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> I like. I love the freaking headmaster. Yeah, head he's master. great. Yeah. He's great. He's, he's not, awesome. He's, I fully expected him to be like a strict, horrible teacher, yeah, but he's good. He flipped on that episode a little bit too quick at the end. I will oh. say that. Uh, where he like let the other ones oh, like, practice. Because yeah. like you have this like, oh, you have to pick one track, one track. And then like he's like still stubborn about that. And then it takes like two lines of people going, come on, do it. And then he's like, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, everyone should be able to do this. Like, to wait, be fair, like, his what? entire school almost died. It's true, but it's like, I feel like there should have been a little bit more of an impetus to be like, all right, like Probably. maybe like the next day he goes, he sleeps on it, comes back, something, you know? Like, That's fair. It was just yeah. like immediately, it was like, hey, you know what? You're right. Yeah, you get to do <laughs> what you want to do. It's like, what is it? No one thought to like ask you twice? <laughs> I don't really know. It's just like, come on. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, uh, you're right. Pretty good. Um, yeah. Oh, another thing about Amity's, uh, another thing about character design is Amity, you can see her roots all the time. Yes. Which I so, love. The fact of the matter is, I like, uh, uh, I don't need to say it that way. Um, so, <laughs> I'll cut that out. I'll make you sound smart. Keep thanks. going. <laughs> um, I love the fact that her mom, her and her sister, brother and sister's mom yeah. have naturally green hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the fact that Amity doesn't have naturally green hair, she's trying yeah. to change to right. be just like her, what her mom wants. Right, exactly. Her brother and sister have green hair mm-hmm. yeah. and they're no problem. But she's also like, just because the roots are showing, mm-hmm. you kind of get that vibe of like, she's resisting it a little bit. A little like, bit. Because like like, another great episode that I love is exploring her and Willow's relationship yes. as kids. When they go into Willow's mind, because her mind breaks because of the uh, her memories get burnt in an mm-hmm. experiment, you know, it's, it's, it's witch school. It's like it's cra- crazy drama stuff. happens. Crazy stuff happens, but they have to go into Willow's memories and rebuild it. And Amity is very reluctant because there's the memory of her basically shunning Willow out of her life. Mm-hmm. But it's because her parents kind of made her do it. Yep. Uh, that was a, the, they basically gave the ultimatum. It was like if you. You know, it's like, you keep hanging out with her, we'll make sure she doesn't get into that school mm-hmm. because we don't need you hanging out with that weakling witch. You know, yeah. like, yeah. So, the lesser kind. Exactly. So she and rejected. That yeah. actually leads perfectly into the uh, Basha episode mm-hmm. with that one. I, I don't even know what that sport is I called. I forgot the sport. Yeah, I forgot the, what the ball is called. The Blitzball. Blitzball. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the Blitzball. But it leads yeah. perfectly into that because it shows, like, how. Uh, Amity is slowly like accepting Willow back as a friend, mm-hmm. accepting Luce, and shunning her right. more popular friends. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like that's great. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's also, Bosch is kind of a total jerk. And <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I kind of like her. Bosch is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I like uh, what's the uh, what's the other girl? Like she's just kind of ditzy and like and 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 uh, I forget her name. She has a great name though. I forgot what her name is. Does she have the thorns in her hair? Yeah, she's got oh, the thorns. Shoot. What is, what is her name? Because she has that party and just it, it, like it, her name is hilarious to me because it's like. It, it's like Basha. Basha is like a great like oh like Sasha, but it's like a little bit different yeah. to be a witch name. It's like that, but it's like perfect. Like it's like I don't even. Know. I can't remember what it is. It's gonna drive me crazy now to, if I don't think of it. I did like that episode though, the one with the uh, outcast yeah, students. Right, yeah, that was really cool. Right. Yeah. Grudgeby. 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 That was Grudgeby. The name. That was the name of the sport. I don't know why that popped in my head suddenly. But I don't know. But that's a perfect name for like yeah, a right, witch sport. Rugby, and uh, I knew it was a rugby name. That's why. That's what I got. It. I, got I guess it does head. kind of play like rugby, it but is. with magic. Yeah, it's but with just magic. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's, never, I didn't catch that because every Harry Potter spinoff has to have a sport. That's of course. <laughs> Although, all right, but, you know. so I like that they made a snide comment towards Harry Potter. Yeah. It's like, well, we <laughs> caught the little golden beetle, yeah, and that's yeah, worth exactly. nine million points, and ends the game. That does sense that makes all the rest of this completely irrelevant that's so stupid and it is it's it a is. dumb it is rule completely stupid it's a dumb rule i'm just like it should be what? worth 10 points yes because that's at least an amount that you can make back i up. completely agree oh, terrible terrible awful uh, but it's it's that was a good comedic that, moment. That's a great snide comment. I love the sorting hat joke. The, yes. the, 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 the choosy hat. The choosy, the choosy, we, like, we used to like, have a hat like, that picked you. Isn't there something that could like maybe guide me in a way, like some sort of article of clothing? Well, we used to have that, and now I feed. <laughs> That's that Gravity Falls comedy. It is totally the Gravity Falls. It's so good. It's so good. I've watched that clip on YouTube like a hundred times. Like it's so good. It just turned because like especially in the like Gray Griffin's voice and the little kid who's like got it on. Like I'm so excited. Like he's like super stoked, and it just turns around. And now I feel the choosy hat is loose. (laughs) Yeah, it made a comeback, didn't it? I forgot about that. Stupid. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's so perfect, uh, man. I forgot that Ida has like body parts that randomly fall yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, her hands thing. Like, they just come off. Yeah, which no, her another, head does too. Yeah, her head, which is another Baba Yaga thing. Oh, so, is it really? Yeah, Baba Yaga does the detachment of like things. She'll, she would like give fingers away and like here, hold on to this. That's and, like, so weird. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's, I love it. She's basically Baba Yaga. I was like, she's a Baba Yaga. <laughs> yep. That was, that was the whole thing with her. I think other witches did that too. There was always like a thing with witches. That, yeah. that, but she's like the wild witch with like wild magic and because no other witch does that anyway. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, she just like pops her hands off and like I like when she, that's another good. This good comedy in the show of like I like when she's like doing the cooking and she makes oh, yeah. the vegetables come to life. Now jump in the pot and they run away. It's like <laughs> I don't know why I think that ever that's ever gonna work. <laughs> she keeps trying it. Like why do you keep trying it? Get in the pot. Yeah. Nope. But it's a great show. Everyone should go watch it. Oh, it's so beautiful. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to mention about it. I I, I think yeah. we covered everything that I want to, at least. Same here. I think it's solid. I, I could talk about this for days on it, and I have. Yeah. I just need more people to watch it. I agreed. I agree. Yeah. I, I'm super stoked for more of it. Uh, it will be coming out on Disney Plus October 30th. One day before the Halloweens. So, binge it on Halloween. Binge it on Halloween. Heck, I might do a Halloween get-together. A small get-together. Just come on and watch it. Let's do it. Do some do some stuff. 
Watch Eat that. Eat some candy. And, yeah, watch that. Maybe watch some uh, some uh, uh, Over the Garden Wall. Oh yes. Oh, good. I need to rewatch that. Yeah, gotta yeah, rewatch yeah, it. That's every, a good one. I, I try to do it like every every Halloween, like every fall. Like that's perfect like, for it. Watch some watch some Garden Wall, man. It's a good time. Uh, yeah, good show. Love it. Cool. Owl House, definitely watch. Uh, it'll be coming to Disney Plus very soon. Uh, go check it out. And uh, Jay, thanks for being on. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Thank Absolutely. you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, this has been the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out at destinationcoms.com slash DNN. Check us out at Animation Destination on Twitter at AnimationPod and on Facebook at Animation Destination. That's it for this week. We'll be back next week. Stay tuned. <gasps>